0: Good morning everybody, this is the Marcus Today pre-market podcast on Wednesday 15th of November, Henry on an aeroplane to the UK. I am in charge and a good day to be in charge as well. Let's do a few of the numbers overnight. That CPI number has come in better than expected and is going to feed the rally that started with the Fed meeting a couple of weeks ago. Our market has now risen from 6,751. As of last night, it closed at 7,006. And the futures this morning are up 91. And that follows a very healthy 58-point rise yesterday, so it's game on. The CPI number, for the record, at the headline saw CPI unchanged month on month, and the consensus was plus 0.1%, so unchanged versus plus 0.4% in September. The year-on-year number was plus 3.2%, consensus was 33 and that is down from 3.7% in September. The core CPI number, plus 0.2%, down from plus 0.3%, and consensus was plus 0.3%, so also lower than expected. And the year-on-year core CPI number, plus 4.0%, consensus was plus 4.1%, and that's down from four. Point one percent in September, so that is being written up universally as confirming that interest rates have peaked and the US 10 year bond yield overnight down 18.9 basis points, the two year bond yield down 20.9 basis points. The Aussie 10-year and 2-year bond yields are both down 11 basis points overnight. All those bond yields below 5%. The US 2-year now at 4.826%. And that recently peaked out at 5.26%. So the 2-year bond yield is now down 43 basis points from the top. And the chances of another rate rise in December are now zero. Yesterday... There was a 14.5% chance and there is now a 0% chance of a rate rise by June next year and an 88.5% chance that rates will be cut by June next year. I saw one strategist suggesting yesterday, was it UBS, that rates would be cut in the US in March and that now is the game. Every strategist trying to get the headlines by saying something sensational about when interest rates will be cut rather than whether interest rates will be raised. So on the back of all that, the Dow Jones up 490 points overnight. At one point, it was up 593. That's 1.4%. The Nasdaq up 2.37%. That LNAS ETF we bought in our ideas portfolio is already up 13%. It is 2.7 times geared to a move in the Nasdaq, so it should be up another four percent 5 to 7% this morning. If that happens, then LNAS will be up 20% in 13 days in our ideas portfolio. And that's before we talk about FANG, which is up 9.4% before today's rally, and HNDQ up 6.5% before it moves today, all in our ideas portfolio. We bought into the market in our ideas portfolio after the Fed meeting a couple of weeks ago. It looks like a divine piece of timing at this Point punching the air in delight, you know what that means. And it's not just tech stocks doing well; tech stocks all up about two percent overnight in the U.S. Although Tesla up six point one percent is that a tech stock? I suppose it is. But the other sectors coming alive overnight include resources. We have BHP up three point eight seven percent in the U.S., Rio up three point four percent. On top of that, Glencore up four point five percent, Freeport-McMoran five point two percent, Anglo American. And it doesn't stop there. Lithium stocks have come alive overnight as well. There is an element of the market going risk on. Obviously, Piedmont up 12.6%. Albemarle up 9.7%. Sigma Lithium up 7.9%. Livent, I always pronounce that wrong, up 8.6%. Lithium coming alive, although the lithium price unchanged overnight. Europe had an okay night. Stock 600 index at 600 biggest stocks in Europe up 1.34%. They probably missed out on some of the best bits of the US market rally. And the other sector, interestingly, coming alive overnight was the US investment banks. JP Morgan up 2%, Bank of America up 5.8%, Wells Fargo 3.4%, Goldman Sachs up 4%, Morgan Stanley up 4.6%, Citigroup up 4.2%. All bodes well for Macquarie, which we added to our Macquarie one stock portfolio. After the results, a couple of weeks ago, results weren't too flash, has to be said, but maybe that will start to come alive. The VIX volatility index down 4.8% overnight. That's not a huge move, but it is down to 14. At one point, it was over 20 recently. Slightly elevated levels, so cooling down. Oil price down 0.2% overnight, so energy sector might be at the back of the pack. Gold price, interestingly, up 17 dollars. The big move overnight has been in the U.S. dollar down 1.49 percent. That is a massive move for the world's reserve currency. And on the back of that, the Aussie dollar up over 65 cents and up almost 2 percent overnight. That, of course, is good news for commodity prices. The U.S. dollar going down, everything priced in U.S. dollars. If the U.S. dollar drops, price goes up. So it's good for commodity prices that the U.S. dollar goes down. And that's obviously Good for the Australian market and probably explains why our market is up 90, our futures are up 91 points this morning. Metal prices all up a little bit, but again, they probably missed out a bit on the CPI report. Fortescue Metals just hit a 52-week high. Iron ore price up 0.2% overnight, although the iron ore price was up intraday yesterday in Asia. Coming up today, we have third quarter wage price index yawn in Australia. We have a Japanese- GDP number, Chinese industrial production and retail sales, UK CPI this evening, Eurozone trade numbers and industrial production numbers, and we have US PPI numbers and retail sales. We also have the New York Empire Manufacturing Index for November. Early stories Glencore buying a majority stake in Tech Resources coal business. NAB was ex dividend and dropped 3.2% yesterday. Usually the banks go a bit dead. After they've gone ex-dividend, although with the market going up, that should be a more muted adjustment. I'll be looking at the CBA research after the results yesterday. Share price was up on the back of those yesterday results, were three percent better than expected. Telstra had an investor day yesterday and dropped two percent. We'll be having a look at the research on that today, and ANZ fair bit of research on that after their results earlier this week. Three brokers cut their recommendations and target prices yesterday, including U.S. BS. Biden meeting Xi Jinping this week, hoping to resume normal communications, he says. I've written up in Henry's section today, he of course is on the aeroplane, but I've written up in his section today, usually when the market rallies, if this turns into a trend, if this turns into a fingers crossed behind our backs bull market, then the small ordinaries index, which has done terribly over the last couple of years, whilst the market's been going sideways, small ordinaries stocks or the small ordinaries index has been going down. If the market starts to go up, there are a couple of ETFs over smaller companies. I've highlighted them in my section today. But if the market starts to go up, it should get a bit easier in small caps as the market goes more risk on. Notably, the Russell 2000 index in the US was up 5.44% overnight. This is the top 2,000 rather than the top 200 companies. That's a huge move. The other sector flying along overnight was the REIT sector, which of course is interest rate sensitive that was up 5.3%. Utilities also doing well, up 3.9%. Those are the biggest rises in those sectors in one day in a year. Another sector doing well was that KBW Regional Banking Index. Remember that? That's the index we were watching when the Silicon Valley bank disaster was going on. That sector up 7.5% overnight. If you consider that Silicon Valley Bank was caught out by rising interest rates, then obviously falling interest rates takes a lot of pressure off customers, particularly growth companies in Silicon Valley that have a lot of debt in order to fund ambitious projects. They all got caught out by interest rate rises over the last couple of years. And as interest rates peak, that's obviously good news for high PE, no earnings companies. Home Depot was up 5.4% overnight on results. Volumes were big in the US overnight, well above the averages of the last 20 trading days. Early Australian headlines... Brokers cutting target price on Telstra after their investment day yesterday. New Farm results out in New Zealand. Flight Centre results out. First quarter underlying profit before tax up more than 500%. Grain Corp in a $35 million acquisition. Results from Life 360. Results from Aristocrat Leisure. Computer share confirms guidance. And seat guidance is unchanged. And that'll do you for today. Right, good day today, as I say futures up 91. And can I just throw in a little advert here for the Marcus Today newsletter? Our strategy portfolio, which times the market using ETFs, that portfolio in the last year prior to today, and it's going to move today, but prior to today is up 20.32% in a year, and the ASX 200 is down 2.92% in a year. Who says you can't time the market? We just, as of 2 weeks ago, bought back into the market, having been in cash for 120 days. You can read about that in the Marcus Strategy section. That's it for today. Have a good day. We'll be back later on with the Marcus Today Members Podcast.